record on this computer. So guys, it's the 7th of January and I'm here to share with you guys a lot of magic about basically the idea behind health goals coming from a place of love, not fear. Um, for those of you that don't know me, I'm Beck. I'm an ex-dieter. Um, I grew up in a family where there was a lot of turmoil, a lot of crazy stuff happening a lot of the time. And so when I was about 15 years old, I decided to use and to control my eating and the way I, and I discovered that I had this idea in my head that I was going to use my control down the path of basically how I looked at myself, how I fed myself, how I moved my body. So I used this this way of controlling my body to basically um, have control over something that was going on in my life. And so I recognized later on in life that that was a disordered eating. Unfortunately, I did have an eating disorder. Um, but what I found after the two to three years that I had that, what I found after that is I fell into the diet trap. I fell into a scarcity mindset around dieting. I fell into a trap where I thought I needed to diet. I needed to, you know, every time a Monday rolled over, I would be like on a new diet. I'd be basically failing it by Wednesday afternoon. I'd have a caramello and a you know, a diet Coke or a soda in my hand, you know, kind of wondering why am I such a failure? And that went on for about 10 years. Sometimes I lost weight and then I would gain more than I lose, lost. Um, and to be honest, it just, it was this perpetual hamster. It felt like a hamster wheel. I felt like I was constantly, um, you know, failing and failing and failing and failing. And then when I was about 25, 26, I realized that I wanted to stop that hamster wheel and I wanted to stop that cycle for myself and my future children, whether I had Halia, whether I had um, boys or girls, I wanted to make sure that we were coming from love for the rest of our lives when it came to the way that we were looking at our body. Because for me, it was so much pain. Where I realized that it was actually not really about the food I was eating and how I was moving my body and all that sort of stuff was basically when I became a personal trainer. So I became a personal trainer. I did a, you know, I had a bit of body love going on. I had kind of essentially technically quit diets um, up until this point. And a few of my friends were worried. They were worried that I'd relapse when I was 26 going through personal training again. But basically, I joined a personal training studio. I, be, I went on another diet. And although I physically looked amazing for traditional standards, like I had completely changed the setup of my body, basically. I had sped up my metabolism because I started eating more protein. My diet was so clean. I ate a lot of food, but I was the crankiest, snappiest girlfriend to my husband slash boyfriend at the time. Um that, that you would ever be around. I was angry. I was annoyed. I was hangry really. And to be honest, what I found was it wasn't really about what, like you could, I could feed myself and I was eating enough, but because I had this fear and this lack and this um, deprivation going on mentally and psychologically, I always felt like I was missing out. And so I became snappy. I became irritable. Um, even though I looked great traditionally I wasn't I wasn't coping very well at all and that was kind of the moment that was the pivotal moment it was the first time in 10 years somebody let me have a voice around my eating disorder and actually listen to what I had to say so for me I was actually able to voice a lot of the stuff that I had been probably emotionally eating or trying to control through food and so for me I was able to go to a lady in Brisbane called Carla. Um, she was my, she was like my first exposure to coaching and she kind of just let me talk. And for me, that was a huge thing. So I hope you guys have got a pen and paper here today 
Now, for me, Carla basically let me cry, talk, ugly cry more, ugly cry more and more and more. And she kind of just sat there and said to me, it's not your fault. And I couldn't, I can't even tell you the relief that I had thinking I was so messed up and that there was something wrong with me because of the body image issues that I had. Now, you don't have to be any type of weight, any type of um, physical um, you don't have to look a particular way to have body image issues. That happens at any like scale weight. It happens at any body fat percentage. When we are feeling like we're not good enough and when we are driving our health goals from fear, we are never going to sustain them. So dieting doesn't work psychologically, but also physically. There's a lot of ways, a lot of things proving why diets don't work physically and I can go into that I want to touch on the health hub tonight and tell you why I promote and love this program so for me I am body confidence I am body neutral I love being in the scope of preaching and teaching about health and well-being um, I want you guys to take from tonight a couple of things but the main thing being that you can have health goals there is permission to have health goals you can want to lose weight you can lose weight you can have amazing amazing like results in terms of like feeling fit and having your body look a particular way that you might want it to look what I want to teach you guys tonight is the ability to love yourself through every season of health and wellness that you will go through like for me we've just had uh, my kids are four, five and two, and basically I'm just getting back into my fittest, like my fitness regime that works really well for me that I like to feel really fit with. Um, and I'm coming outside of this, like kind of like maintaining my psychological, like um, stability of having little kids where I wasn't prioritizing me, my health. And that's okay because do you know what? My kids were the priority over the last three to five years. And for some people, their health has to be. And I think what we need to do is empowered women, empower women, and we need to stop judging, criticizing, and shaming gaining weight. So glad to be here. I'm not sure what that question is. Um, yeah, we need to, and gaining weight as well, I think. I'm not sure. Um, you might want to expand on that there, Jamie. I think what we need to do, though, as women is recognize that we all have fallen trapped to the you know, fearing ourselves into certain like health goals because we need to look or be or act a certain way um, to be healthy when we just need to feel healthy. So the first thing I want you guys to do tonight with your pen and paper um, is just to write down, just have a little bit of like, just a play here, just close your eyes ever so quickly right now. And I'm just going to introduce you guys to forgiveness. So I'm going to introduce you guys to a forgiveness prayer. Some of you guys might know what it is. Some of you guys might not called Ho'opono Ono. It's all really hard to say. It's basically, it's a Hawaiian um, forgiveness prayer. And it's something that you can do to spiritually and emotionally continually clear and declutter. And that's one of the processes that I used as a diet mindset coach um, is acknowledging, forgiving, moving, having fun. These things are what we need to do consistently to take those stories that we have away from ourselves of being not enough or looking the wrong way or whatever it is that we think that we're not enough of. Um, we need to start clearing that because those stories are actually the things that are going to hold you back. And when you can realize that they're actually thoughts and their stories and their thoughts, but we can actually have the power to choose to believe them rather than just think them and then believe them. We actually get to choose whether we believe them or whether we don't. And that's, that's honestly the biggest difference between people that when you 
looking at somebody and you're going, you know what, this person's really successful. She's taken the leap. She's got this amazing business, this amazing husband, whatever it looks like. Every single person and every single human and a lot of women, I'm going to say probably 95 to 98% of women have and have had or have experienced body dysmorphia of some sort. It doesn't matter what size you are. People have experienced it. And women, it's such a common conversation that we're not having. And that's why I want you guys to really recognize until you really know what someone's going through, let's try and um, scale back judgment, criticism, and essentially shaming. So body parts. I want you guys to just close your eyes and think of the body part that you get the most triggered with or the body part that you dislike the most, or the body part that you've been taught to, and you've probably heard me say this on lives or something like that as well, the body part that you kind of just like, it's like you can't even look at it in the mirror. So for me, when I first started Body Love, this was impossible for me in terms of looking in the mirror and telling myself that I loved my body. It felt so fraud, um, fraudulent. It felt so wrong. And I just, it was one of those things where I honestly didn't think that I would ever get to a point where I could look at myself and love myself. So I want you guys to just close your eyes, think about that body part and just, just think to yourself, could I accept this body part for the rest of my life? And some shifts might happen. You might get some tears, you might get some stuff going on. I just want you to think about like, could I, if I had to, live with this body part for the rest of my life. And I want you to really think about it. And if the answer is yes, then I would love for you to really just close your eyes and think about this prayer. If the answer is no, I want you to think of another body part that maybe triggers you a little bit, maybe not as much. And just, just ask yourself that question continually. And you can do this as a body scan from the bottom up. Um, but basically it's the, it's the concept and idea that you have a little toe. And your little toe, I'm just going to stop this. Um, your little toe can have, has so much power. Like your pinky toe has so much power in the world. And what I want to tell you about that is if you could close your eyes, accept your pinky toe, maybe even um, approve of your pinky toe being part of your body, and then maybe even get to a point where you love your pinky toe, the only difference between your relationship and the idea and the thoughts between you and your pinky toe and you and your cellulite or you and your belly rolls is the stigma, the story, the attachment that you emotionally have created between you and that body part. So this is the scanning, this is the scanning prayer that we're going to do. We're going to start some forgiveness. You're going to close your eyes, you're going to think about that body part, and you're just going to say thank you. Thank you for being here. Thank you for bringing up, for stirring up this. This, this emotion's in me because that means that I'm human. You know, thank you so much for being here. You're then going to say, I love you. You're going to say, I love you to the body part. And you can do this with everything pretty much all day long, every day, if you want to be completely free of like anything heavy and energetically. Um, I forgive you. So you're going to forgive yourself for having negative connotations or conversations with yourself around that body part. You're going to just say, like, I forgive myself. And then I'm sorry. I'm so sorry for holding so much judgment or criticism or shaming myself for having that body part when I could have been loving it. So those four, um, four sayings are actually part of that prayer. Um, so the forgiveness prayer, thank you. I love you. I forgive you. I'm sorry. 
the be- most beautiful way that you can start your healing journey when it comes to accepting and loving your body and moving through a place of fear to acceptance, to approval, and then to love. You know, it's never, you're never going to wake up and go, like for me, I never wake up and go every single day for the rest of my life. I'm not going to wake up and go, I absolutely love every part of my body. I'm going to have thoughts. I'm going to have feelings where I'm like, oh, I don't know about that. Those, oh, these jeans are tight. Oh, I'm so mad at myself. I'm a failure. And then I can go, those are the thoughts that I'm having, but they're not really true. So I'm not going to believe them. This is who I am. These are the things that I can do. This is what my body is. And sometimes our body gives us feedback. Like when we feel sluggish, we're allowed to feel sluggish and go, you know what? That gives me permission to eat more vegetables for the next week and a half and see how I feel. Like don't ever think that there is like one way or another. This is your body, your life. You make the rules. Your narrative is all your narrative. You don't have to take anyone else's narrative. This is the most exciting part about this. This is what I love about building healthy health goals. We've been taught, most of us have been on diets. We've been trying to lose weight. A lot of people that have tried to lose weight that hold excess weight for themselves where they don't feel comfortable, know more than the person teaching them how to lose weight. Like I know for me, I was on a lot of diets before I kind of got to this point where I was like, well, I could... I'm a lot happier. I've got a more balanced relationship with food, with exercise and with like having a bit of a social life this way, a couple of kilos heavier than my ultimate, ultimate weight. And so for me, I just chose to go, you know what, this is my new narrative. You know, if, if I have to go up a size in clothes, but I'm happier and I'm healthier and I, I can be more present with my family, I'm going to do that. I just needed to find a place where I was approving of my body. And that's where it's, it is a lot of psychological stuff. It's emotional stuff. But it's, to be honest, guys, all the, th- all the things that we think about ourselves, it's just stories that we've learned. They're just stories that we've learned and we're choosing to buy into them and we can choose to not buy into them. So I want to talk to you guys tonight. Um, yeah, so that's just a quick body love section. Um, I want to talk to you guys tonight just ever so quickly. I would, And I'd love to work through this with you guys tonight. Um, just there's like three or four sections in this and I'm going to go through them really quickly. I hopefully only take five minutes or so, two to five minutes to get through them. So the first one is I want you guys to think about, now that you're kind of thinking, oh, okay, well, how can I make goals that are going to bring me to health and wellness? And so for us as a personal trainer, most people say, I want to get healthier as a health coach. My, most people like, I want to get healthier. Most women were like, I want to lose five kilos or I want to um, get more toned. I want to feel fitter. And so I want you guys to break this down. What are three ways? And I'd love for you guys to write in the chat, write your goals. doesn't matter what they are. does not matter right now. If you could write down one to two, maybe three goals inside the chat, that would be really, really awesome. Um, And the other thing that I'd like you guys to do is write down, yeah, just just like however they look, just write them in the chat, whether you've got a goal for 2021 to maybe lose some weight or to tone up or to feel fitter or to have a better relationship with the way that you see yourself in the mirror, just anything in the chat that's going to create that goal setting side of things. What I want you guys to really think of next, and this is where I want you guys to get that pen and paper, 
Like for me, I'm going to use me as an example right now. I know that this chat will come through in a sec, but for me, the kids are off to daycare. I've got more time. I know for me how excited, and you guys are going to laugh, but how much energy I have when I exercise regularly. So I know for me, when I exercise consistently and I get, and I actually love cardio, call me crazy, but I know for me how much more hyped I get and how much happier I am and how psyched I am to be, you know, in, in the home and how much more my, my kids and my family have an amazing Tasha's coming in, how my kids have an amazing experience with me because I can run around on the beach when I feel fitter. So for me, fitness is about doing the things that I want to do. I have two boys. They're very busy. They're very, you know, active. And for me, it's extremely important for me to feel fitter because I want to, and this is what I want you guys to do from here. So obviously feel more abundant in all areas of my life. I love it. Love myself more um, and be healthy and happy, not focused on a weight goal, but feeling happier in myself. I love it lose weight, um, better eating habit and self-love, feel healthier, start running again, feel confident. Okay, so these are amazing um, goal-based, like achievement-based goals. So what I want you guys to do is actually just break down these top three or even just one. What does feeling healthier on a daily, daily like 24-hour period, what does feeling healthier actually look like? So this is what we're going to do here is I'm going to teach you guys how to do a thing called stacking your goals. So you're taking one outcome that you're looking for and you're breaking that down so that you can emotionally be more attached to this. So what usually happens is we wake up on January 1st and we go, I want to lose 10 kilos. And you're like, okay, why? It's like, well, I want to feel more confident. And you're like, why? And if we don't continuously ask ourselves why, 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 which is generally what happens, you know, when you walk into Weight Watchers or you walk into Jenny Craig, they're like, okay, cool. What's your goal weight? Okay, here's the booklet sign the dotted line, let's do it. You know, there's no real like, why would you actually want to do it? And what I mean by that is what outcomes are you looking for on a daily, weekly basis? If you are going to get up at 6am consistently, once your enthusiasm and you're fearing yourself into a like healthier or a skinnier or a more toned version of yourself wears off in that week, two, three, four weeks. It's usually three weeks where we go, you know what, 21, nah, I didn't build the habits. I'm, I'm not actually that excited about my goal. I don't really like, you know, it would be cool being a little bit more confident, but when it gets harder, when it becomes hard for our ego to try something new, we need to be driven from a place of emotional attachment. So I want you guys to think about what does feeling healthier actually mean? How can we stack this goal? You know, does it mean that, you know what, when I feel healthier, I make better decisions on my plate. And when I make better decisions on my plate in terms of eating more vegetables or I'm more motivated just naturally to eat more vegetables because I'm exercising more, and then I start to feel healthier and then I have more sex. Like I want you guys to think about a couple, like it's just imagine feel healthier or for me, like fit, fitness is it's just like this umbrella, right? And I want you to get a minimum of three reasons and um, ways that you could feel fitter inside of your life. Like for me, it's when I want to sleep in and it's quarter to five and I want to, I don't want it like it happened to me this morning. I was like, quarter to 
quarter to six. Okay. I don't really want to get up and go to F45. I don't really care. Like I could totally just sleep in right now. And I thought about it and I was like, no, that's not how I want to be in two or three weeks time. I want to be bouncing off the walls. I want to be running down to the beach and going for a swim because I feel excited about it. You know, I want to be feeling really like tall and strong and like fit. For me, that's really important. It's quite powerful. So think about like, you know, feeling amazing in my skin, my body, eating and feeling healthy. What does eating and feeling healthy, how, and you guys can write in the chat here, like for Sophie, like I want to love myself more. And it's like, what will it change if you love yourself more? Why would you want to do the things that feel uncomfortable? Because, you know, if we haven't created and devised the habit already, then we're literally kind of, we're just in this ego comfortable state. And so any type of goal is always going to be outside of the comfort zone that you're in right now. So it's not about like making it hard. It's deciding that you're okay and that you're going to accept and that you're going to move into a level of comfort with being uncomfortable. And what I mean by that is it's going to be uncomfortable when you're on the fifth, sixth, seventh rep or you're running you know, a couple of hundred meters and you're like, oh, it starts to feel really hard. Where you change and where you grow and where you move forward is basically, it's in that really uncomfortable part. And the uncomfortable part is when we can hit snooze or we can text our trainer and say, you know what? Oh, I thought it was PM. I set my alarm for the wrong time. Who's done that? I know I have. Um, And so what I'd love for you guys to do is stack your health goals and take this part. If you do nothing else, take this part really seriously. Stacks on 50 reasons, 50 reasons why you want to be healthier. Like they can be so small. They can be so small. They can be like, you know what? Because it means that I can wear a shirt that I have sitting in the back of my wardrobe that I absolutely love. You know, it can mean you know what, that'll mean that when I go to the toilet, my poop is better. Like I know that when I feel fitter, (laughs) I know that when I feel fitter, my digestive system is better and I do better poos. And when I do better poos, I'm a nicer person because I don't feel like bloated and gassy and uncomfortable in my clothes. You know, really stack on these um, health goals. It's so unbelievably important and it's extremely simple. And it's the one thing that when you go in and you are with a personal trainer, the whys, the reason why you're doing all of this stuff, the reason why you wanted to get started, no one ever spends any time on it. This is why my diet mindset coaching business was I was so passionate about is because I saw so many women doing and creating and achieving these amazing things in our 12-week challenges when, we, when I was a bikini body challenger, um, coach, um, trainer, whatever you want to call it, personal trainer. Um, what I found was that people were just like achieving these amazing things at the end of the 12 weeks. And they were still getting on the scale and telling me that they, that they were in trouble and that they were, they, they weren't good enough and that they, that I was going to get mad at them. And I thought as grown women, we shouldn't be speaking to ourselves that way. And what are we doing? How, what sort of imprints are we doing for our kids? And it's really, for me, it's really important. If my see, if my kids see me doing things that are like fitness and that's really normal for them, it's like when they see my husband meditating, they're like, daddy's meditating. That's really normal. Maybe I should meditate later on. Like I remember when my parents were smoking and they told me not to ever smoke and I started smoking at 16. You know, it's really, really important for us to set a good example, but we need to lead ourselves. We're actually the influences of our houses. 
like we joke about influencers on like social media and things like that. You're already an influencer. You're influencing your kids. Rant over. So goals, guys, we want to make sure that we are hitting. Um, we've got the goals and just spend like a day or two, even if you leave your book open, um, you know, in your bedroom, um, in the bathroom, every time you think of another benefit that you would get from feeling fitter, from being healthier, from feeling more abundant, whatever it is, stack it on. Stack, 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 stack. Because the stacking is your brain going, you know what, this is this. And to be honest, guys, this is where abundance comes into play. If you can think of one, two, three things, you can think of 50. And that's where you're going to stop going from this lack mentality. There's only one way to do it. I have to lose weight. I'm only good if I lose this sort of weight. I only, you know, I can only lose weight this particular way. And then you go, you know what? There are plethora, like there are so many ways in which I can literally create abundance in my health goals um, and in my, literally you can create abundance inside of your life just with every thought that you have. So yeah, why are they important to you? So spend time there, stack them, you know, and what will it take to do this? What will it take to get these goals? Will it take six months? Will it take um, a year? Will it take six weeks? Like, you know, to get better skin in terms of like non-breakouts, you know, for me, if I have a breakout, I'm always picking out my skin. Um, you know, I'm always squeezing it and things like that. When I don't have that, then I stop touching my skin. My skin becomes clearer. So for me, sweating it out makes, makes for a clearer skin tone for me. And so therefore I stop touching it. I stop creating more mess. Um, you know, having your clearer skin, like it's not just about being like, you know what, I want to have clearer skin because I want to look prettier. It's literally prettier for the standard and, you know, all that sort of stuff just for what I'm saying right now. But it's the idea that there are so many more benefits, you know, and, and it's just about writing down those benefits piece by piece by piece. So what will it take? Will it take getting out of bed at 6 a.m.? Will it take stepping out of the comfort zone? Will it take communication with your partner? And this is something we've just been through in the last 48 hours. Will it take better, better communication to say, you know what, I need this. I need this for me. And these are the reasons why. And you go there with your little notepad and you go, these are the 50 reasons why I need to go to the gym. These are the 50 reasons why I need to find the money to invest in my health, whatever that looks like. And you tell your partner, and they hear it and then you go, you'll get a happier wife. <laughs> and then they go, yes, here you go, go. Um, you know, it's really one of those things that is, if it's going to make you a happier, healthier, more, um, you know, just a happier person. So raise your vibration. If you're going to have less shame, less guilt, less criticism on yourself. And I can tell you right now, guys, and I said this to my girls last night on my um, business training, confidence only comes when you consistently do something and you're consistently doing something, um, you're, sorry, confident only comes when you have your word and your confidence comes when you follow through on your word. So when you say you're going to do something and then you do it, so make these small, consistent actions along, 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 and then the outcome, the cherry on top is always going to be the outcome part of the goal. But your confidence is only going to come when you continually show up to do the things that you said you were going to do. Um, so yeah, how will you achieve them? So a really cool way to just to finish the goal side of things up, um, a really cool way to create consistency or to create success with your goals. Um, and for those of you that have done my programs, you guys know this, a thing called anchors, you know, so if your goal is to have more water and you literally 
have nothing reminding you to drink more water every single day. If you don't practically see that every single day, you're probably not going to change that habit. You know, if you have a goal to have drink more water because there are certain benefits that you want, um, if you have that goal, what you can do is you can put water glasses all around your house. You can fill up a water bottle and keep, like for me, I fill up a two and a half litre water bottle. I pop it on the, um, on the kitchen island and I make sure I drink that. So you need these anchor reminders. And so that's just practical reminders. Affirmations. So I am, I can't versus I can. You guys know the saying, whether you can or you can't, you're pro- whatever you say to yourself, you're probably right. So I am, pop like three to five affirmations. I am getting fitter. I am always finding abundant ways to look at my body. I am loving myself more every single day. I am open and receptive to approval of all of my body parts. I am, um, I am losing weight every day. If that's something that you want to do, why not? Like you're allowed to have your goals. No one else's narrative. Remember that. So pop those affirmations. I am whatever you think. Um, thinking is kind of the start. It's the belief system that you're creating thinking. And there's lots of holistic ways to really impede those and to pull out your old stories and put new ones in there. But even if you just keep those on your shower, you pop them into your shower, like on the other side of the glass and you say them to yourself every single day, that's really cool. And then obviously becoming an energetic match for your goals. So if your goal is to feel good and to feel more energized and to feel healthier and happier, And that's like a 10 out of 10 for you. And you're feeling like a three to five. You need to invest in yourself. You need to do things throughout your day that are going to raise your vibration. So whether it's phoning phoning a friend, whether it's having a green smoothie, whether it's drinking more water, whether it's having a dance, you know, whether, you know what, one thing I would challenge all of you guys to do over this next week is to invest in a calendar of some sort create your own calendar. What I'd love for you guys to do is map, like actually like you're in charge of your own time. And I know that motherhood and everything that we do is always busy, but we actually have to take responsibility for our time. What I want you guys to do is instead of um, creating non-negotiables for everyone else, I want you to create three non-negotiable time slots throughout your week for self-care. And whether that's half an hour to go for a walk, to have a wine by yourself, to phone a friend without distractions, I want you to put that into your diary and I want you to communicate with your partner or the people in your house that, you know, um, need to know when you're having this time to be left alone or maybe it's to intuitively eat. Um, I want you guys to really put that into your diary and to make space for self-care. Because self-care raises vibration. It raises energy. It creates a vibration of, you know, if you're feeling calm, if you're feeling enlightened, if you're feeling hyped up, if you're excited, you're running generally at a vibration of joy. You're running at a vibration of about 300. If you feel guilt, shame, criticism towards yourself, which is what we do when we wake up, this is why I say, you know, love your body and you'll get rich. You'll become abundant when you love your body. So when we wake up and we feel shame and guilt, we're not good enough I'm too fat. I can't look at myself. I can't believe I'm fitting into these clothes. Before you've even stepped out of your bedroom or your bathroom, you're so contracted in fear, your energetic match is about a 20. So what I want you guys to continuously do is when you are sitting in that energetic match, 
of like, hey, I want to feel energized and awesome, but I'm kind of like feeling contracted because I don't like my body. I want you to practice that prayer. Thank you. I forgive you. I love you. I'm sorry. Even if you have to continually say it, thank you. I love you. I forgive you. I'm sorry. I'm sorry for saying that to myself. I forgive myself for saying myself, saying that to myself. I'm so grateful for that part of my body and I love you. You know, say that. It's such a great clearing. Um, it's a great clearing prayer. And what will happen is you will raise your vibration. So you'll become an energetic match and you'll be like, you know what? I can do this thing. I can do it. Oh my God, I can't believe it. So that's kind of what I wanted to sort of share with you guys tonight. So just decide that it's easy. Decide that you're worthy. I want to touch very quickly tonight, guys, and I know a lot of you guys are already in the Health Hub, but why the Health Hub is such an important program for me. Um, for someone that had diet for, dieted for basically their whole life, I wasn't looking for a program, but I was looking to pull myself back together after having my second kid. I basically had pulled my body apart with baby baby number one and my ego my my part within me I was like I don't need help you know supplements are crap and I don't I already know what to do with clean eating I don't need any help or anything like that so between baby one and baby two I did the usual bet Craig thing where I made life really hard I made it really hard to ask for help um, to support myself physically and so basically I realized after having baby number two and getting involved inside the health hub obviously I'm part of the business as well as part of the health hub as an actual um, I guess customer inside the health hub I realized that <clears throat> I had postnatal depletion with my first baby I was so depleted I was so exhausted my skin was cracked and dry it took me 18 months to pretty much lose all of my baby weight um, which meant it took me 18 months to feel any skerrick of the old identity that I had in terms of being fit um, my second baby I was I was lucky enough to need and ask the universe that I needed something you know I needed help with something I was going looking I had looked at a protein powder I looked at um, <clears throat> propping myself back up with omegas and I was pretty much I had actually written to my old nutritionist to say hey can we work together so you can put a, um, a, a diet together for me um, that kind of evolves every, like she's very much on the same path of me path as me come from love not fear when it comes to eating and moving your body and so for me she just didn't have enough time and so when I saw the health hub and I saw all these amazing recipes I was cooking for four people now not just three I had to make sure the recipes were good I never wanted to be that mother that was eating a completely different um, meal to the rest of her family but I wanted my family to be healthy so for me having boys having a husband that really has never had anything wrong with the way he's weighed or the way he feels he's never been intrigued or interested obviously in health um he's he, he'll eat whatever's fed up to him pretty much plated up to him and never have to never lose or gain you know a kilo or whatever so for me having this library of recipes and this um online program so that I could work out from home was the perfect thing it was exactly what I needed and then obviously the nutritional support I was looking at an ATP science um similar thing to what we have inside the health hub which is the whole food capsules 
Um, I was looking for an alternative thing with ATP Science. It was pretty much exactly the same price. It was the same comparison, but it wasn't real food. And so what I saw and what I have seen multiple times as a personal trainer is when people want to lose weight or they want to get healthier, when they add vegetables into their daily diet, just add. So even if you take nothing from tonight, but you want to upgrade your health and you want to do something physically practically on the plate, just start adding vegetables into every single meal and upping your water intake. You will get clearer skin, you will feel healthier, you will feel more motivated, you'll crave better foods. But for those of us like I was, where I was like, well, this makes sense. Anything, pretty much anything that can boost what I'm already trying to do health-wise, I was like, put my hand up. But the other thought I had was I remember having thought and thinking, going to lunch sometimes and being like, I can't order the steak because I don't have a left and right hand. I'm holding a baby. I only have one hand. And then I remember my birth after Thor as well and going, oh my God, all I lived off for like three weeks straight, trying to breastfeed a a bad poor breastfeeding baby with no boobs without anything in them and all that sort of chaos that was going on and the sore back and everything I lived off honey gluten-free toast with honey and peanut butter so I think I gained more weight in those last couple of weeks after the baby not being able to move and not working out what was going on so for me when I saw obviously the capsules and I knew that I wasn't going to be eating six like traditionally I would love to eat six salads a day or six plates of like whole food with a perfect amount of protein carbs and fats on it but I was like this isn't gonna happen like and so when I saw this boost that I could do this bridging of the gap where I could put the whole foods into my system and you know kind of like cheat the system in a way where I was like okay I'm taking it through a capsule cellularly I'm doing what I want to be doing when I'm eating the foods and fueling my body it made sense to me and so I went straight in. I was like, yep, give me all three products. I'm really excited. Like smoothies are exactly what I was living off after I had Thor, except I was on the happy way way. And so for me, dairy always played with my gut, but I had my green smoothie every single day after having Thor. And I would just... (laughs) I would just have the worst digestion ever. But I was like, doesn't matter. It's the only food I can eat. It's just like a smoothie. So when I saw a protein powder, that was another vegan protein powder I could try. I was like, okay, I'll give it a go, but I'll probably stop taking it after I've had my first like 60 sachets. And it's literally, you guys can see it's the Juice Plus ones. I've literally had it like every single day since for the last like two years. It works beautifully in summer in Queensland because we have so many smoothies. My kids get pre and probiotics inside of them, but it works as a beautiful macro. And I do notice my skin's always better when I have it as well. And so what I saw was this amazing, beautiful health program, this amazing, beautiful nutritional support that synergized with my message, which was come from love and wellness because quick fixes suck. Like they Honestly, they suck you dry. They suck, like they just, they don't fix you. And they do, they're a band-aid. They work for a certain amount of time. Sometimes the cheapest ones that you could potentially put into your body are the biggest waste of money because they do absolutely nothing. And so for me, the Juice Plus products, the Omegas, the um, whole food powders, and obviously the um, protein powders, I knew that my body would actually take it all in and they do, and it does. And I absolutely love them. So 
Uh, if you do want to learn more about that stuff, just message me or whoever invited you here, just message them as well. That's pretty much it for me tonight. I just wanted to go over obviously what's inside the health hub, the products very quickly. <clears throat> and we've got a lot more info on that and break down those few goals. So lots of body love guys, lots of forgiveness prayers with yourself over the next week or so. I'd love for you to message me and let me know how it feels to forgive yourself and love yourself. And um, just like, just start to bring in this level of acceptance of where you are and where your body's at right now and give yourself permission to love your body through all of the seasons. Whether you're in the season right now where things are a little bit squishier and a little bit wobblier than what you traditionally feel, good in walking around in and I don't mean it in a way that you're looking in your mirror and approving yourself because of the way you look I mean it in the way that when you feel strong and um, fit and all that sort of stuff because of maybe the way that you guys know what I'm saying I'm not trying um, there's no judgment around what I'm saying right now but I want you guys to really think about how could I learn to accept myself exactly as I am right now and realize that this could be a season this is this type of season you know when you get like for my husband, like I've seen him gain like weight twice. And one time was when he was, we were depressed. We were going through like a really sad time in our lives. Things were just not what we wanted. We were around toxic energy and he gained weight. And I was like, okay, well, that's a season for him, you know, and he's not in that season anymore. And so just honor the fact that you can still have health goals, stack them though, stack, 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 stack them. Because the stacking of them, what that does is it brings you to this level of full commitment. When you're not stacking them, when you're just saying, I want this outcome, you literally only have enthusiasm driving you. You want to get that emotion. You want to get that why. You, why is so important. It's so important for humans because then we can go, why do I want this? What does it look like? How can I get this done? But stay on the why, like even if you stay on it for the next seven days. I hope that's helped, guys. I really do. If you guys want any more help or details or if there's anything I can cover and take a webinar, I know we'll be running a couple of Health Hub webinars over the next coming weeks with people sharing their stories. Um, it's not just women who have had babies who have had phenomenal stories. For us, um, what's his name? Bear Grylls has been taking this since his mother gave it to him when he was 16. Um, I think he says on a video basically that he gets told to stop bringing them on his trips because the cameraman can hear the tablets running around in his um, backpack. But basically, guys, this is for athletes. It's for everyone. No, None of us are eating enough fruits, veggies and berries. <laughs> Definitely berries. Um, so honestly, if you want to upgrade your health and well-being and you want to find out like what sort of results you can get, like stay tuned to the person that's obviously introduced you or brought you here tonight um, because over the next couple of weeks, we'll have more of those health hub um, events like tonight with women sharing their stories from, you know, women who were completely exhausted from IVF and they wanted to put their bodies back together and happy, having a healthy, happy healing process um, and then right through to, you know, women or athletes that are trying to just get that little bit more of a jump on where they are already with all of their health and well-being goals. So love you guys. Have a lovely evening. Thank you all for coming on here tonight. You're amazing. Remember to tell yourself that. Be you. Be just recognize that you're enough and just decide that you're worthy. Decide that you're so worthy of everything and anything that you want. Everything else is just an old story or a story that serves your ego now, but you can change that story. So have a lovely evening. Thank you so much, Debs. Have a beautiful night and I'll see you guys on the flip side. Bye.